What is it you'd like to talk about? My patient. Hi. I know you're nervous. I just want to have a chat. I'm seeing something no one else can see except for me. It's smiling at me. Yesterday, a patient in your care died brutally in front of you. I need to find an explanation for what happened. It's smiling at me. It's smiling at me. Cases involving 19 victims with a direct line linking them all together. You said only 19. Why is it that everybody else who's seen it is dead and you're alive? I've seen it too. You? Get away from me! How long between each victim's death? None of them survived longer than a week. Today is my fourth day. I am not gonna keep running. I have to face it. How does it make you feel? I'm just really scared that something bad is going to happen. And happy spooky season, everyone. Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast. My name is Dwayne, and today we have our review for Smile. This is the newest horror movie that came out this weekend. We are finally going to be talking about it. I am joined from the Cinemania World team on YouTube. We have Tyler Calvert. Tyler, hello. How are you? Hello. It's great to be back. It's the best time of year, at least in my opinion, for all of the spooky season stuff, like you already mentioned, and just the plethora of horror movies. I mean, there's been so many great ones already this year, so I feel like it's going to just be, you know, even more so as we're getting into October finally, because it's actually Mm -hmm. October now. Yes, October 2nd, October 2nd. Um, Yeah, everyone, we are going to be talking about Smile. This is the newest horror horror movie from this weekend to kick off spooky season. And, of course, if you don't know already, here's the bio from IMDb. After witnessing a bizarre traumatic incident involving a patient, Dr. Rose Cotter starts experiencing frightening occurrences that she can't explain. Rose must confront her troubling past in order to survive and escape her horrifying reality. It's a very basic bio, I guess. <laughs> like you said, yeah. It's it's. <laughs> I, I said before, yeah. I said before we recorded, like the bio on the website is pretty basic. Yeah, I was like, that's really okay. Um, and it stars Sosie Bacon as Rose Carter. We have A Train, Jesse T. Usher as Trevor, <laughs> uh, oh, Kyle man. Gallner as Joel, and we have Caitlin Stassi as Laura Weaver, uh, the the first pace, patient that she comes across. Uh, and it was directed by Parker Finn, and it was also written by Parker Finn. What else has he done? Huh? I think what this was it? his first feature. Yeah. 
he had done some shorts and then he did this and like originally because i looked into it before when i when i did my review a couple days back like he Mm -hmm. this was actually originally supposed to be like a streaming movie like paramount plus kind of streaming movie and they said it tested very well so they decided to yeah i mean it did and uh we'll get into it but it was uh yeah so let's get into the movie i saw it actually when the hell was that was that screening that everybody went to? Was that Tuesday? Tuesday. Uh, so that's when I saw it. We just didn't get, get get time to get into a review. And this this rain and stuff has been throwing out my Wi Fi. So uh, it's been a disaster. Hurricane, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're finally gonna be talking about the movie. So we are gonna go into spoilers at the end of the review. So stick around. Obviously, I would do like a spoiler warning, uh, but we're gonna talk about the movie now. I'll go around I'll go around. It's only you. Hey, man, whatever <laughs> works i'll go to you tyler uh what did you think about smile uh i thought i mean just generally i thought it was solid i mean it's certainly an, a concept that i was was very familiar with as a longtime horror fan there's only so many movies with this concept where you right. can kind of move the parts around a little bit and get something different out of it and i think that smile while it does feel extremely familiar it's a, it, as a concept, I think they do just enough here to make it a little bit unique. It's not like a great horror film by any means. There's, I mean, mm-hmm. it's also kind of unfair because this year has been so phenomenal for the genre. Oh, but absolutely. In like a regular horror movie year, I think this would have been a much better entry. But you just, I mean, as a concept, I think it did have some great scares. Uh, definitely jump scare heavy. It was very jump scare heavy. Uh, which I kind of expected going in. Uh, I was kind of disappointed that uh, the trailers kind of gave away a good chunk of the actual like smile related horror. I guess that's the way you want to put it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but I thought the you know all around it was fine. You know it kind of it did its job. I think it's very much one of those movies that you know it's the perfect time of year to to watch. You know it's not something that you know it's not going to be one of the best horror films of all time or even this year, but. I can definitely see it being a crowd pleasing, you know, kind of cult classic y kind of horror film down the road. Yeah, absolutely. I uh for me, I had a really good time with it. I was hoping that it was just gonna be pretty fun and I and I wouldn't have to uh overthink it too much going into the film. The concept was pretty simple. Uh I thought the trailer was really good, although I thought the trailer showed too much. Um and certain scares from the movie, I was hoping that it was it was going to, it wasn't going to be in the trailer. Like, if you go into this film and you're looking for like a lot of fresh new scenes that you haven't seen in the trailer, it's like very scarce because like yeah. a lot of the big scares they kind of show in the trailer, uh, which kind of which kind of takes away from the tension a little bit. Uh, there was a couple of scares. I was like, oh, I didn't see that coming, especially the ending. But the ending was that. pretty much all hidden. I would yeah, say. I was all hidden because I, I was totally unexpected when we got to it. But as far as a, as far as a whole, I really had a good time. The theater on Tuesday was pretty packed. Um, I liked the directing here, too. I thought I thought I think a lot of shots were done really well. The camera work here was really good. They had a lot of upside down shots or kind of a lot of like uh, drone shots too. There's like a shot when like the uh, patient was coming out of the, uh, the, the um, ambulance and it was like a, you know, it was a really oh, good shot. When they, like when they brought him out on the gurney or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like stuff like that. And then a lot of like tracking shots where 
if you catch something, you'll be rewarded in the tracking shots too. Um, and I, I like that a lot. Um, you know, a lot of the movie is just people watching our main character. Uh, speaking of our main character, I thought Sosie Bacon was really good. This is a performance that, um, this is, this is a performance that, that you usually don't see in these kind of films. Like when you, when you're thinking about this movie, all you, all you're thinking about is like films that I absolutely despise from like way back when not even not even like way back when but like i despise from like fucking truth or dare fantasy island <laughs> just stuff like that and it's just always the worst truth or dare was the one that i was worried about when it comes to concepts being similar because i mean yeah you have, that, you have the same kind of goofy smile gimmicky kind of thing oh, in man, truth like or dare Wish and it was used and it was, and... it was executed so poorly that i was like oh well we'll see how it goes with smile because i yeah. mean this, at least the little 30 second trailer or whatever when they teased it initially it was pretty scary but you know how, how do you build upon people smiling at you for an entire film's runtime and make right. that scary and horrifying to people other than just like one or two goofy gags. We saw that in truth hey. there. Like that smile was like funny as hell to watch because it was oh, just it was so awful. Oh, so, and just the backstory behind it and the characters. Cause like we mentioned, uh, Sosie Bacon's character Rose in this is such mm-hmm. an actual well-rounded, interesting character to follow on this journey. I mean, it's a very stereotypical journey of these kind of films where an entity of some kind is, you know, attached to a person and they have to like investigate and figure out how to stop said entity. Otherwise they'll die. Uh, we've seen that in uh, Truth or Dare or It Follows or The mm-hmm. Ring or uh, even in even in a sense with the rules it reminded me of Final Destination. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. There are so many influences from the horror genre. If you if you're someone like you or I that watch a lot of horror films, you'll easily pick up on it's not the most original concept. So mm. the fact that they were able to at least add some layers of depth here with the lead character Rose and kind of sort of explore this traumatic backstory of her. I mean, they didn't, um, they didn't really explore it as much as I would have liked to. It was very much kind of on the outskirts as far as the exploration of her, her trauma and her past involving her mother. But like there was at least an attempt there to make her a well-rounded character as she's also investigating everything. Yeah, I agree. I I thought that if it wasn't for the writing of that of her of the main character and her and um her acting, I think this could have been a very cheesy, campy film. Like you know, because we've seen a lot of these kind of curse like films, and some of them either is like really good, like It Follows, or you can get like the Slender Man or the Bye Bye Man or anything like that, or like Wish Upon and stuff. So I, I'm glad that they kind of focused on getting someone who could really hone in on the scary aspect of this character and what she's going through. Um, because the character like starts to become like one of those characters that you see a lot in these uh, kinds of films where 
where you think that where you where like you know you see the the characters getting driven into madness kind of like invisible man and uh of course we all know the truth and what's happening but you know the characters in the film are just like not believing her and stuff like that because it's it's an because of how outlandish it is so (laughs) i thought that was i mean it's i mean it was funny when she's trying to explain to people particularly her boyfriend jesse t Mm -hmm. usher that uh this this traumatic like scary smile figure is kind of like following her around and he just looks like <laughs> he looks scared of her and yeah, just, yeah yeah the insanity that she's trying to explain to him is real and this mm-hmm. is like after traumatic events happen where she starts freaking out at places like the, the hospital and the a mm-hmm. birthday party so, so and then he just doesn't appear for the rest of the movie which i thought was yeah, kind of weird was very uh i thought he was going to be in more of it but no he has about a few scenes and then he kind of bounces, you know? So I thought that was so weird. Cause like, I mean, we could, that's definitely something you can talk about even without spoilers. It's just that mm-hmm. he's in the movie for, you know, he's in and out of the movie, but he's integral to the backstory, at least for a portion of the movie for her character, the lead characters, uh, backstory, but yeah. he just, they get into an argument and then he just is never seen again. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that was something, uh, Something that I that I noted when I was watching it, I'm, I'm gonna I'm probably gonna go see it again next week. My mom wants to see it, um, but it was something something that I was like I was like where the hell did he go? You know, uh, but they but <laughs> you know, they never mentioned him ever again. Right, right. <laughs> so I thought that was really interesting, but um, the, yeah, uh, I, I think overall, com- I think overall, I still had a good. I think I had a good time with the film. Uh, right. Um, yeah. The I think it was cool. It was nice to see Kyle Gallner get a more expanded role. Yeah, he I was pretty I'd, good here too. I remember I had said in our group chat when you know we all finally saw it that it's kind of been cool seeing him have kind of like a I guess a in a in a sense a renaissance of sorts. You know, mm-hmm. not to the mm-hmm. same level as someone like Brendan Fraser, but you know we've seen you know Kyle Gallner. I mean, he's still consistently been working since you know Jennifer's Body and the Nightmare on Elm Street remake, but he hasn't been. And like the big, I guess, bigger starring roles that I'm aware of until this last year or so. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't a starring role in Scream 5, but it was cool to see him at least be a prominent character for a brief period. And then even in this one, it was like an even more big expanded role where he was basically the second main character of the movie for right. at least the second half of the movie. You know, him and uh, our lead are basically helping each other trying to figure out this mystery in some shape or form. So, cause it seemed like it was just kind of being with, uh, and when he was first introduced, it would kind of just be like this one or two kind of scenes kind of character, but he actually mm-hmm. ends up being important and integral to her backstory. Cause they have a history. And then the fact that he has connections cause he's a detective. So <laughs> it was actually kind of surprising to see him have such a good role. And, I mean, there's not like too many other characters that get like big, roles because i mean mm-hmm. even uh cal penn you know cal penn's kind of there off and on too like much like jesse t usher because he works at the hospital with rose right right yeah i thought i thought uh it was it was interesting to see how they kind of did kind of did like a split with the movie where you have like she's with uh she's by herself and then obviously she gets with uh cal galner's character which i thought was really good um but the there's scares, a, the scares were great uh yeah the scares the were really half. good too the first half yeah. And then it kind of like stopped the tension. Being a the film. tension of the first half was—I thought—I thought the tension of the first half was like really, really solid yeah, the, and stuff. And what the, they did. The one, the one scare that really messed me up was the uh, was after the initial death that triggered everything for Rose. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and then she sees them in like the shadows in her house. Yeah, that that was probably the best the best thing. That that's that, that those are the kind of scares that usually get me, like different types of shadows and stuff. Especially when they're there's a couple of the examples like shat like there's a like in, in the beginning of a Hereditary with the right. grandmother. It's really, really, really like you have to really be looking. But it's there, and it's really good when you notice it. And then, especially the end of Hereditary, of course, you know <laughs> stuff like that is real good. And the other day, I watched The Curse of La Llorona. There's a good shadow part where, like, we're it's like kind of unbeknownst to the main audience, but if you catch it, like, you're rewarded because you see it, and that's oh, okay. really good too. I haven't um, seen. I haven't rewatched La Llorona. And so yeah, long. yeah. I, for some reason, I was like, ah, why not? You know, it was like last week. Yeah, the, the that was probably my favorite, at least of like. The the scares that like i didn't know about going in of course you yeah see, like the yeah head, for sure the head, the head spin from the trailer was pretty good but we already saw that uh i mean mm-hmm. the extension of some of the kills i guess were pretty cool like the first like the first one or two of them was i was surprised at how much it went you know how much it actually lingered because i thought because mm-hmm. we knew where it was gonna lead of course but it, it got really violent because <laughs> there was actually quite a bit more gore in this than i anticipated which was kind of a nice surprise because I figured, well, when you think when you see movies like this, generally you think like, oh, it's going to be watered down, generic, PG thirteen, get as many butts in the seats as you can, kind of horror. But I believe this is actually rated R. Yeah, which I I, I remember somebody, um, I I think I think I think Josie was like, I think this is rated uh, PG thirteen, and like, no, I think this is R and stuff, which is, I mean, it's a hard R. I mean, and going into it, I was like, oh yeah, I think it's PG thirteen because usually movies like this are. PD thirteen, but no, this is this was a rated R film. And yeah, I guess it had to shows. be probably because of that really messed up ending, and then yeah. that, and then the you know some of the earlier on kills, and right, um, uh, yeah, I guess some other you know blood and all that stuff in the middle. Because I mean, yeah. I'm trying to I mean I'm trying to think what would get them that rating because mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, but I mean the it was interesting seeing her descent into madness as the. Uh, I guess hallucinations or whatever you want to call it started to right. happen, and she kept she kept seeing more and more smiling people as this mystery unfolded, and it kind of played with your head and the paranoia if what she's seeing or hearing is real. And they kept doing that as the movie went on, so mm-hmm. you're kind of questioning everybody. You know, I felt like uh, it'd scream like everybody's a suspect because I'm just right, expecting right, right. <laughs> I'm expecting every conversation for this woman to have with anyone. They're going to just start smiling randomly. And if I see a little bit of a smile, I'm going to just be like, run, get out of there. <laughs> I so there so so real quick, there's a uh, two uh two things that I not bothered. I wouldn't say bothered by, but I didn't really like. But I, that's like more spoilerish. So we'll get into spoilers now. Everyone with the film overall, we both kind of enjoyed it. So there you go. Uh, we'll get into spoilers now. So if you haven't seen it, go watch it. It's a fun flick. Uh, and yeah, we'll definitely. get into spoilers in five, four, three, two, one. Okay. So this. Um, so one thing that I didn't like, I, I I felt like there was a couple of scenes that were very, very, very predictable. So the oh, first yeah. scene is the scene where 
Um, we're in spoilers. Just want to make sure. Okay, so the first scene yeah. is when she goes. She she so the the thing that she has to do because these cursed movies, you know, there's always a scene where it's like, well, how do we beat the curse? Uh, you know, and the guy in jail tells her that she has to kill someone to pass it on. Which I was like, eh, it's a little it followish for me. But I, I, I that I, reminded I, me of Final Destination. Final Destination Five, right? <laughs> was it that one? Oh, that well, was that- like. They said, yeah, that was the one where they were just like, kill them, and then you could skip. And you passed it on, or whatever. It was like, you take the rest of their life span, whatever it was. So she was like, oh, I'm not going to kill anybody. So then she, so she gets, she goes to, this is when like, so apparently the smiling thing is like, it's able to like, mess with everything, like mess with her to that she's seeing stuff. They don't really explain how, it just does. So she goes into the (laughs) hospital, and it's like the guy that I absolutely hate it after you know the trailers and stuff (laughs) she goes and like she goes and like starts stabbing him okay that scene was so bad to me i was it was was way it was too much it was like it it took me out a little bit because she's like (laughs) laughing and it's so bad and then then the the doctor comes in and he like rips off his face it's like what the fuck is going on that was the weird part to me because it was like okay well this is I thought just because maybe that guy is unhinged that he's actually being stabbed, but he's just laughing and doing all that stuff, just carrying on because he's, you know, he's in the a hospital for a reason. Um, and then it got a little bit more absurd because, like, you know, Cal Penn comes in and rips his face off. Like, like so I was like, OK, well, this is clearly not actually happening. <laughs> so, right. Um, and I was just like, I was like, what is going on here? So then uh, so the ending, right. Okay, I, w- I don't want to say I saw it a mile away, but I saw it a mile away, if that makes sense. I, because the, th- the thing with that, the I guess the way, uh, quote unquote, to beat it, I mean, I say quote unquote because she yeah. did. Yeah. But uh, the idea, I mean, it seems so I like I obvious. Like, mm-hmm. okay, well, it can't transfer if you're alone. So Yeah, so she was like, she made, she had an epiphany. She's like, oh, I need to be alone. So she goes, and I knew when she said that, I was like, Okay, dude. So what she did was she went to her old house, I believe, alone, and mm-hmm. the thing starts fucking with her. I guess like showing her her. Mom. It kind of reminded so, me of Final Destination too, because remember Ali Larder's character survived, like made sure that she survived because she just like like uh, admitted herself to like a like a mental hospital or whatever. So she yeah, was just, she was just in, like a padded room with like no sharp objects or anything that could kill her. Mm-hmm. And then like so yeah so exactly so then. So she gets to the place, and I was like, dude, it's going to fuck with her, and she's going to think she killed it. And that's what happens. She, like, throws fire. I'm like, dude, you didn't beat it. Like, this, come on here. So she throws fire on the thing after it turns into, like, Marilyn Manson, like you said, Tyler. Yeah, I did say in the group chat that once it started turning into Marilyn Manson, I was very confused. At this point, it reminded me of, like, Pennywise. It could just, like, transform into anything. So yeah. it turns into, like, a big being or whatever, kind of. This is before the final, the final look of it. It turns into like her mom, but are fu- all like fucked up and shit. So she burns it and she's like, I did it and stuff. And I was like, brother. Then she easy. goes to like, she goes to Kyle Gallner's house. And I, I just saw it some coming a mile away. And she's talking to him and he's getting all weird. And then he's like, You think this is our. And then she wakes up at the place again. I was like, Well, well. Uh, so then like she come, Kyle Gallner finally comes over. I guess. And then she fights the actual final boss, which he takes off his his 
like mother her mother's look or whatever and it's like this big ugly smiling creature kind of and it's all skinless and yeah stuff. it was it's weird ugly. looking it was like and it was huge I mean, yeah it was, it was massive and it was just big and it, so and then it had like all the different teeth and whatnot yeah so then he like gets in her mouth i'm like at this point i'm like dude what is happening here was it was like it, the movie was really losing me towards the end and, I, <laughs> and everyone's like praise that I've heard is like the ending is the most craziest. And I'm like, dude, like my, I, one of my favorite horror endings is like Hereditary. That's right. a crazy ending. I this knew ending, it was like I, was like, I saw it. It was, it was gonna be divisive. I say, I, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> At this point, I was like, this is starting to lose me. The monster gets in her mouth, and then Kyle walks in, and there's like nobody in there. And then he turns around, and like she's like, that not that part was kind of creepy. Once again, the use of shadows and darkness. That part where she's like standing there, like her arms is raised, and it turns out she's pouring gasoline on herself. And she turns around, she does a smile, and she's like burns herself, and that's how it ended. And Kyle it- Gallner is now passed on the smile curse thing. Yeah. Entity. That's so, I mean, it. So, it's, uh, the ending you know, was fine. I was just equal. like, I was underwhelmed at the ending. I liked the movie, but I was very underwhelmed with the ending. And I put it in my review. I was like, I was like, I think, I was like, I think this, uh, this movie they didn't they knew it they had an idea they had a plan they had a concept but this happens with me sometimes when i'm writing you just don't know how to end it and right. uh it was like let's fucking make a creature or something i know dude <laughs> so, i almost, uh, I almost yeah. wonder if it was like forced upon them to make it so they didn't defeat it so they could make another one yeah 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 i think it's gonna be the way the movie performed we're gonna talk about that with larry soon not that it really, the, I guess, matters if it dies or not. I mean, we've had like, yeah. about like 40 Michael Myers. I can totally movies, see but. like a smile, keep smiling or something crazy like that. I don't know. Something. I think, uh, I th- well, I mean, the, well, it's just because like everything about this, I guess, I guess it's an entity or a creature or whatever. Like, uh, there's no explanation about it, which I guess sometimes that is a good thing because it's kind of cool to keep horror villains mysterious in some way because that's kind of one of the cons of a lot of long-running franchises where they try to explain these characters and their Mm -hmm. backstories and they're not as scary anymore. But I would like to at least know a little bit more about this. Like, yeah, like where did it come from? Like, what's its deal? Like, why does Mm -hmm. it do this? It's just, it just seems like a weird, like, chain letter almost like murderer of smile, you know, smiling murderer chain letter kind of thing, like the ring or it follows. It's, I have to wonder if there's like a, an origin somewhere in there. I don't know if Parker Finn thought that much about it and just left it on the cutting room floor or they want to explore it more in a sequel. Cause I mean, it did enough money. I figure they're probably, you know, Paramount's probably thinking about doing a sequel just because why not? Yeah, I can't see them not doing a sequel to it. It's a it, it made a good amount of money and it's, uh it's, it's a, a it's a good thing to like keep going, I guess. But it's a I it's just, a simple enough formula where you could just do yeah. it again. It just right, so. just do just have another person see a messed up thing and then the cycle continues and you just have another well that's the I guess that's also the problem with the cycle is it's just gonna be the same thing again. <laughs> Just... Right. So overall, though, that was like the big spoiler stuff from the movie. I liked it yeah. a lot. I just thought the film it ended. Uh, it, I, I kind of it, I, didn't, I don't I don't want to say it ended abruptly, 
but it just it, the ending kind of fell flat for me a little bit. But yeah, and I'm usually fine with endings that like the main character dies in because that's most of these kind of movies. Uh, but I thought it was a little. It's either it's either you watch them die or it kind of alludes to them dying. You know, like at right. the end. So. Um, I, I just thought the ending felt a little bit flat. It was a pretty dark movie, so I guess it's not out of line for it to have a dark ending. I mean, we open the sure. we sure. open the movie with her watching that girl that we've seen in all the marketing like slit her throat. Like that was a very scene. that was probably my scene. That was probably my favorite scene of the movie. That was that was done really well. Yeah, um, that was rough. So. Yeah, everyone, I guess that's our review for Smile. Uh, I definitely still recommend it. It's a a good horror flick for the time of the year. It's probably why it did so well. So I definitely highly recommend it. And that is it for our review. Tyler, let everyone know where they can follow you. Uh, Yeah, well, if you search up Tyler Calvert on YouTube, you'll find my channel for reviews, rankings, a bunch of other Mm -hmm. things along the way. And uh, Twitter and Instagram, and it's Tyler Calvert. All right, and you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Cinematic94, and you can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Cinematic World. That is it, everyone. My name is Dwayne. That was Tyler. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye.